Once again, for leaving the yard, Zach and the Professor here on the Fan 1079, where we welcome all viewers to our uh, Facebook presentation. And we welcome their comments. <laughs> you. And, we, and we welcome all listeners on the radio. And we welcome your comments. I don't know about that. I thought we were always welcome people's opinions I and don't ideas. Know. I've gotten old and don't always... I don't want to hear somebody else's opinion, honestly. Well, gee, my time here may be limited. This <laughs> well, may be it's ch- been. <laughs> the Chuck Zach's show you soon. You're day-to-day for a while now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's good to know. Wow. Anywho. Tune in tomorrow at 5 for Zach. See, <laughs> so that's how it should be. <laughs> Just Zach. Yes. Like MASH. Yeah. No Cody anymore. <laughs> no, just Zach. <laughs> yes. Forget that professor. Yeah. See, that would be now that would be a show. It would be. Can you imagine that? I think it'd been huge. Should have gone that direction. Dodger Danny on tomorrow. Dodger Danny on tomorrow. Which I appreciate Dodger Danny uh, again. Stepping up, stepping up to the plate. Such a crock. Why wouldn't you want to come in? They're red hot. The Dodgers are red hot. Ten in a row. I haven't lost since Joey Gallo got there. Joey hit one out last night. Yep. Three-run dinger last night. You compare what's going on with the Yankees and the Dodgers, and you look at the date, as you said yesterday, it all it's all about Joey. It is about Joey. Yeah. So uh, What, the Yankees are, are 2 and 8 since. Dodgers are 10 and 0. Yeah. Makes Joey Gallo is maybe the key to success. He's in the conversation for MVP. <laughs> If only the Rangers could have had him back. I uh, know. Wow. He could turn the season around. Of course, Rangers had a big win last night. I, I didn't see what they did this afternoon. I didn't see it yet. Well, they were playing this afternoon. I, know, I didn't see it yet. I've been in here. I've been oh, working. Okay. Unlike you, I've been at the pool. I've been working. I was working in the pool. I had storms the last two days. A lot of garbage in the pool. I had you to get in there. Night. Hand vac. Well, I, I, as I got out of the pool, I thought, was all this a waste of time? Is Probably. it just going to come behind me and Probably. rain and blow more crap in my pool? Probably. Maybe. I hope not, because you and I talked about going over that scrimmage. I know. Tonight. I'm, I'm, I'm planning on that, yeah. but I'm not staying outside in the rain. Well, they got a press box over there. Yeah. We're working members of the media. I don't know. Earl Gill's probably going to be up there taking up a lot of space. <laughs> Is that a shot at Earl? <laughs> Earl and his feet, according to Sports Girl. <laughs> the tech witch. Apparently, Earl's got big well, feet. she's worried about him undoing cords <laughs> over here with his feet. <laughs> yes, indeed, and I can see why, having seen Earl's feet. Uh, Not up close, though. Hey, you're in the yard. What's going on, gentlemen? Oh, man. Yes. Cleveland's finest. I, Cleveland's finest? I, I guess my time is limited, too, if you're not having – don't like everybody's comments on the show. You know, it's it, you have to hear heard the story. Well, I'll tell it later, but what? how are you doing today? Doing doing all right. Woke up and drew breath, so I'm not complaining. There you right. go. All right. We should start using that measuring stick. Or Drew Brees, either one. <laughs> no, if I don't wake up, I'm in a better spot, so there's really nothing to complain about. Right. You can't get 
optimism right there. That's it. That sounds like a man whose team's about to get him some Garoppolo. Uh, Hey, I'll take that. I talked to my cousin in Akron last night, and I I will take Garoppolo because the rumor that's been flying around Cleveland and Akron area that as soon as the suspension hits for Watson, they're signing Kaepernick to a one-year deal worth $5 million with incentives. Really? No, I hadn't heard that. I'm like, what's, I'm like, what's the incentives? He stands for the national anthem. He gets more money. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Nope. Uh, and that that rumor is going in Cleveland, and people are blowing up the brown social media. It's like, don't make it happen. That's. Uh, I'll be shocked if that happens. All right. Well, wait a minute. Now. I got oh, a que- right. I got a question for you. So. Right. The, the the team that signed Deshaun Watson to a completely guaranteed ninety nine percent guaranteed contract, who's probably going to get a suspension that's at least the six the six weeks and and maybe longer now, who sat out a year for what has been bad behavior and embarrassing the shield, and Cleveland fans are upset that maybe Colin Kaepernick might get signed. <laughs> For five million, how does that yeah, work? Yeah, you, you know my thoughts on Deshaun Watson. I know, but I, I don't understand. How does that work? Maybe this well, is. A- I, I guess there's. You know, I think some of them are mad that you know the fact that hey, we shouldn't have drafted this. We shouldn't have signed this guy. Now, this is who we want to sign to replace him. Well, maybe the plan is people will like Deshaun Watson more. Oh, oh, I like that. <laughs> like, again, to be number one. You know, if they bring uh, bring Kaepernick in, you know, you know, I might have to look at who I'm cheering for next year. It's always openings up in that, uh, that beautiful Lambeau Field. Well, you know. I'm I'm thinking about going farther down south down there in uh, Louisiana. Really? No, oh, yeah. Really? Our, our 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 mutual buddy, Smoking Dave, is kind of got me hooked on the Saints. On the Saints? <laughs> well, I just knew the Cowboys were about to get him when he said going south. <laughs> no, no. Not so, doing that. So you're gonna go from you're gonna go from Deshaun and possibly Kaepernick to Jameis Winston? Yeah. Well, he's a hey. upstanding citizen when he doesn't have crab claws in his britches. <laughs> no, nah, there like you go. Like claws, just not crabs in his britches. <laughs> uh, I mean, we got. Let's see, we got uh, uh, Nicholas Cage up in Green Bay. Yes. Who doesn't My root for that? Yeah, who doesn't root for that? <laughs> I'm not and, one who roots for that. If the sci-fi guy's not one to, to root for him, that's for sure. And, and if you don't like like Cameron Poe, then at least there's some love there for you. <laughs> Cameron Poe. Yeah, I'm still I'm still trying to figure out. You know, my, I got it when my wife cheered on the Packers when Brett was there because she's like, he, he's a good-looking guy. I'm going to cheer on Brett Favre. Then, you know, he, he retired – but she's still a Packers fan. I see. I knew there was something about her I liked. And you know my 
my oldest son-in-law, oldest daughter, he's turned her into a Packers fan. See? And my youngest daughter is a Packers See? fan. See? Why, why fight it? It's just a cult. Embrace it. Hey, it, I, I will say that uh, Christmas Day last year was an interesting day. Okay. You know, when, when, the, when the Browns and the Packers played each other. Yeah, which, of course, all of your family was happy except for you. And, and and that that is correct. You should be see. Of course, of course my youngest son-in-law, he's he's a Cowboys fan. Well, he's so never we he's never going to be happy. Yeah, forget about him. Until Jerry passes jo- away. Join join the happy crowd. Nah, uh, I'm I'm a, I'm gonna stick with them as long as I can. Unless they sign Kaepernick, <laughs> then he's out of there. Oh, I'm out of there then. Wow. <laughs> All right, I'm feeling you. I mean, this is a guy that helped. Uh, didn't didn't he help work out with that uh, that school up north that plays Ohio State? Didn't he work out with them this he year? Did. Yes. Even more reason to love him if you're in Ohio. Even more reason to not like him. <laughs> well, we'll see. I mean, he may have he may have done the the reverse voodoo on him, and they may be bad this year. Kind of like the Watson thing. Nah, no telling. <laughs> uh, all I'm, all I said before, if he'd uh, stuck with his injury early and say, "Hey guys, you know, I want to try to do it, but I just gotta get get the surgery, get healed up. I'll be back next year. Baker'd still be there, and we wouldn't be having this discussion." See, longing for Baker. Who'd have known? <laughs> a year later, for Baker. it's Baker that really had your heart. Yeah. Oh, I've always, I've always said, I've been, you know. You know, I, I've said before when he got that injury, I said, don't try playing. Just get the surgery, get healed up, and come back. Right. I guarantee he'd still be in Cleveland. Browns, Browns management pining for someone other than Baker. Yep. And don't you don't you wish uh, Hard Knocks was doing Cleveland this year? Yeah, this would have been a good year. This would have been a – well, you I don't know. The drama's all gone. Now, if they sign Kaepernick, then maybe. Yeah, then it's all but drama. Time. Hey, we're still looking at uh, Kareem's wanting to get traded. I saw that. It's a bunch of unhappiness going on. Maybe they'll trade him to Green Bay yeah. so he'll be happy. Or he, he might trade him to uh, trade him to the Rams so he can get a Super Bowl ring like uh, Beckham. All right, so I got to ask you this because I was talking about this the other day. As a Brown fan, because I know Tony, the Cowboy fan, can't stand or at least couldn't stand Steelers, 49ers, Packers success. So if it's Baltimore, Pittsburgh, or Cincinnati, because they've all got history with Cleveland, which of the three is the most distasteful for them to win a title? Well, you know, you know, three, you know, two out of the three have their starts in Cleveland, right? But uh, I mean, just just going back, uh, I I'd say it's a a slim tie between. The Steelers and the Ravens. So, the, the, if the Bengals had won it last year, it wouldn't have bothered you. No, because uh, you got a former Buckeye quarterback that would have got a Super Bowl, and former LSU, which is right there by New That's Orleans. True. <laughs> it's a weird world you live in, man. <laughs> Bye, buddy. Talk to you later. Hey, y'all have a good one, guys. Bye, bye.
See, I just wonder. Your in-state rival is really not the biggest rival. It sounds like yeah. it's the Steelers. It's the it's the Cowboys Rangers. don't care anything about Houston. I think Cowboys get excited of one more another about the Texans. When's the, when are the Texans going to win a Super Bowl? Doesn't matter. Never. Cowboys don't get excited one Never. way or another. About it's a the little Texans. larger state. Like there was a small time period when the Oilers were a bit of a rivalry, but it was so short. It's a big place. Ohio's not quite that big. It's a pretty big state. But they are. I mean, it, I don't know. I think there's more animosity towards the others. Steelers in particular. But <laughs> Well, yeah. Nobody likes the Steelers other than Willette. <laughs> <laughs> Which tells you all you need to know. That's all you need to know right there. <laughs> hey, tomorrow on the show, before we hit the break here, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say tomorrow on the show, comma, Saturday is the opener for volleyball for Tamu T. Yes. Tomorrow, 5.30, their coach is coming on with us. Cool. Be in studio. What's does your daddy know about volleyball? We're going to find out tomorrow. All right. Because he's going to be uh, sitting in uh, your seat until she shows up. Halftime after the third uh, game? or the Halftime after yeah. the third. Yeah, after the third game. Now, if it's only three, they don't have the rest period. They just go home? But they have a time period of rest in between. Okay. That's when the dance squad goes out. I learned that this morning. From J-Bo. Yeah. Who's got inside info from yeah. the dance squad uh, instructor? Yeah, but they have a designated break in there. Well, then you hope they go three. Otherwise, those girls show up to dance and there's no dance. Dude, everybody's leaving. Well, that's not fair. Yeah. It's not very, it's kind of rude. You stay for the dance. I'm just saying. Now is the time when we dance. College volleyball has a time period where they take a break. All right. Well, anyway, she's coming on tomorrow. So uh, we'll. we'll Yesterday, we caught up on water polo. Tomorrow, we're catching up on volleyball. We're expanding here. Yes. Leaving the yard. We're not being limited on this presentation. Soon, we'll talk soccer. Who knows? No. All right. I was going crazy there for a minute. I lost my head. All right. We'll take a time out. We'll come right back. 14 and a half after 5 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the professor on the fan, 1079. Zach and the Professor on the fan, 1079. I, I teased about uh, water polo before. I reached out to Vogan, Coach Vogan, to find out how did we do today. Get results? Yeah, get results. You notice I didn't lead with that today. Yeah. <laughs> so when, uh, didn't, didn't win the uh, inaugural uh, game. So here's what we got. The JV boys went first. Well, I didn't think they were calling them JV. He called them JV when Okay, he so to today it's JV. Nacogdoches. Nacogdoches coming up here for it. He said, we started out well and then recognized those JV boys need to get in better shape. Okay. They lost 11-2. to two. Okay. Girls up next. Started out well. He said, we're missing a couple of key uh, girls. Okay. And Nacogdoches had some very tall young ladies, apparently, which okay. I don't know how that helps you in the water. Well, it helps you about halfway. <laughs> We lost 20 to 1. Ouch. Ouch. Painful. How the varsity boys? Varsity boys came up next. We've watched the other two take a pretty good whipping. 
So they're inspired. We can, we can beat that. We're going to defend. We can do better than that. Uh, what was the final? Eleven to two and twenty to one. We can do better than uh, that. They won nine to five. That's great. They won their opener. They're that's one outstanding. and zero. I said, Vogan, stop now. You're coach of the yeah. year. You're unbeaten. Yeah, nine to five. Outstanding. Yes. So they got a win. Congratulations, well, Texas Dolly score there. Nine to five. Nine to five. Yeah. Congratulations. Dolly would have been a good player of. Uh... No, she wouldn't have. She's very short. <laughs> Buoyant, but very short. <laughs> I don't know who you're calling buoyant there. Just, campaigners. just saying. She's very short. You're wanting tall girls. That hair doesn't count for something. That's you can not, put in front of the... That's Buffon. That's not, no. <laughs> really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. So anyway. That's Lynette, not Annette. She's another possible player. Annette? Funicello? <laughs> yeah, she was, was she at the be? beach. She was at the beach a lot, yes. Yeah. I always thought she would probably be good in the water. Especially if you get those little ears, those little Mickey Mouse ears. Make so, it even weirder. I'm just saying. <clears throat> now, could have been a great so we took this show now all the way back into the 50s. Yes. That's what we've just done. Yes. There's no one alive listening to this that has any idea what oh, you're referring to Annette Funicello. I am. <laughs> I thought you were referring to Dolly's the 50s, but anyway. <laughs> I never got a true measurement there. But <laughs> really? And you went Al Campanis on me? I'm just saying. Really? I'm just saying. Wow. And, he, and nobody knows who Al Campanis is either. But yeah, okay, not that's anymore. Right. Not We're anymore. just talking to ourselves here anyway. We're, alone. <laughs> We're laughing about the jokes yeah. no one else that's understands. All right. Some of them are just for us. Yeah. So anyway, Texas High Boys 1-0 in water polo. Come up. They're the 27 Yankees. <laughs> Really? All the way back to the 20s. If we're, if we're time traveling to that. Skip right by the 40s and 30s. Right yeah. to the 20s we landed. Yeah. Anyway, congratulations to those guys. So, What nice. I see today, the Dodgers had the best, if you just take the last 162 games, yep. have the best record since, was it the 54 Indians? Yep. 54, 55 Indians had an 54. overlap where they had a better 162-game yep. record. Mm-hmm. Dodgers are 118-44. That's pretty dang impressive. Well, when you got a lot of money, you can buy a lot of talent. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Dodger Dan is going to tell you that's just all homegrown talent. I know. Mookie. Mookie's homegrown. <laughs> They're all Mookie's homegrown. homegrown. <laughs> anyway. He's right. A lot of those guys are. Yeah. You, but you get key parts, and you plug in whatever, and there you go. But anyway, it's an impressive run, and it, I don't think there's any question. They are the... Uh, they're the class of uh, Major League Baseball right now. It's going to be interesting, though, because A, they didn't win it last year because Atlanta got hot and got good at the right time and uh, had a tremendous series and, True. and, and won it. Yep. Uh, the Mets are certainly capable uh, right now of running a couple of pitchers out there that could put a little scare in you. I wasn't an early believer of the Mets. Are you now? I'm becoming a believer <laughs> in the Mets. And I'll tell you what, you know, I mentioned it this morning on Sports Break, uh, Francisco Lindor with a couple of runs. Lindor had a terrible year last year. When they signed him as a free yes, agent, I believe his first year awful. in the Big Apple. But he is turning this thing around. Um, I think he's got 20 home runs again this year. And I believe he's the only Mets second baseman to ever have two 20 home run seasons. Wow. He may finish with 30 this year. They, they're they good. They're a little bit better than I expected early on. Some pieces have come together, and Lindor's refound him himself offensively. Well, either way, uh, the National League has uh, got a possibility of being a 
uh, a pretty good postseason because, like I say, Atlanta hadn't gone away. They're the defending champions. Right. And uh, Phillies are playing pretty good baseball right now. Yeah, but I, they got those two above them to deal yeah, with. I know, I know. But, the uh, Padres, however, Padres, made their move. and Padres have certainly gone out and done everything they could to compete this year. You so, get them in a short series, yeah. they you got trouble. Yeah. I don't know who's going to come out of the Central. Milwaukee or St. Louis are going to scuffle I'm, all the way to the I'm end. not mentioning either one. No, neither one of them is going to make noise in the postseason. And, and only one of the two is going to get in, I think. Yeah. Um, but you're four really good teams. And the Phillies aren't – the Phillies made some moves. But it's Atlanta – it's New York, it's Los Angeles, it's San Diego. Yeah. I mean, that's the foursome, which is a pretty good foursome. It's pretty good. You foursome. come out of that, you're gonna have to win two good. You're gonna have to win two big playoff series to come out of the the National League in particular. And all suddenly, the Yankees look uh, human. Yeah, they've had some injuries. I know, and so they're looking a little human right but now. But who challenges them? Seattle and Houston. Well, I think Houston's. The no, I mean, those are the two. Seattle's pretty yeah. good right now. The rest get, of the American League is just not that good. I they mean, don't have as they don't have the gauntlet to run. I was through referring the to whoever comes out of the National League now, because yeah. earlier in the year the Yankees looked better than everybody. Yeah, they were. But killing. right now they've come back down to earth. Baseball will humble you quickly. So I'm I'm, I'm leaning this thing National League pretty uh, impressively this year. Yeah, but they they may beat each other up. Trying to get to the series. Uh, but I, I'll go back and say, what? well, I glossed over Houston. I, if I got Verlander starting at least a couple games in a series, he may not be the best pitcher in Major League Baseball, but he's in the top five. Yeah. And he's got doubt. playoff experience like just about no one else has. And that's a pretty good Houston team, even though they lost some pieces last year. No, he didn't get the win last night against the Rangers. Rangers no. got him in extra innings, but uh, still looked very good at times yes. last night. And uh, he's a force. You do wonder at age thirty nine, even with you know the year off and resting the arm for a year, how deep can he go? Do they shut him down at some point and kind of save him for the postseason? Uh, it'll be interesting. Uh, they got Dusty back today, right. and uh, he had COVID and has been gone the last four or five ball games, right. but. Uh, to see what Dusty decides to do with Verlander. At this point in time, he's got one of those arms that it doesn't seem like he's – his motion's so good. Yeah. There's very little stress and strain on the arm. However, they've got a big enough lead in the in the West. That you don't have to. I'm not burning out Verlander no. going eight and nine innings a game. I'm probably happy looking at six. He probably wants to go seven. That's fine. That's about as far as I throw him. Do you think it'd be important? I'm trying to remember. Has Verlander won 20 before? Won 20 games before? Oh, yeah. yeah. Has he? Yeah. I can remember. You know, so few people won 20 anymore. You got yeah. a lot of 18, 19 game winners. But uh, I, I just couldn't remember if Verlander in his prime had, had jumped up in 120 on occasions before. Because that's kind of not a thing anymore winning 20 games. It used to, your Cy Young guy was always a. 22 to 25 game winner. He won 24 in uh, 2011. Okay. He's had 19 once, 18 twice, and then whatever he's doing this year, he's got what, 15? Oh, he's, he actually went 21 as well. He went 21 back in 2019. Okay, so he's had so two, he's 20, two 20 okay. plus wins. Well, then that's not a deal for him. No. Uh, but, you know, how many years are we talking? We're talking a bunch of years when he's really been at the top of the sport 
and he's had the two 20-win seasons. It's just not a thing anymore, 20 wins. No, it's almost impossible. Yeah, it's very difficult no longer in your left in ball games to get 20 wins. Yeah, most managers. But I don't think most pitchers have the, the confidence of managers to say, I think your arm's good enough to go out and throw more. Yeah. Verlander, I well, think, has proven I can throw. It's simply an investment thing. The MLB sees pitchers now as investments, and so they guard against their innings. And uh, that's why we don't see it being commonplace. You'd have typically two or three 20-game winners a year. Now we yeah. don't have hardly any. No. I can't remember the last time we – it's probably been a few years. Yeah. We had a 20-game winner. I don't know. There probably was one last year. And I attention. know wins and losses aren't as important a stat – as you speak, I still think it's a very important stat. But I'll take wins and losses. Yeah. Now, I, I I get the fact that we've gone into three and four man bullpens that'll close out games, and if you get me through twice in the twice through the the batting order, I can take it from there, and my back end guys can get the victory, and you did the bulk of the work that got us there. But I still think, and I you know we had the 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 Felix Hernandez Cy Young a few years ago where he was. What twelve and twelve or yeah. thirteen and I mean some horrible well, even, number of didn't Degrom win an Cy Young yes. when he was yeah you know a eleven game winner or something yes and I get that but I still want wins yeah, I, I want to see the guy get wins and and again you're right about the investment part of the sport and pitchers and that managers have short early hooks and they give you guys short amount of innings I still want to see a guy finish out at least. Well, getting the W. It also goes to show you the power of the general managers now because those decisions are made at the next level up. GMs are the ones who decide this many pitches, this many outings, this many whatever. That is not decided by the manager anymore. And 100 is such an arbitrary number. You know, I know it's it's nice. It's a round number. We've gone to yeah. – why 100. Why in it's seven? I'm sure they have some statistical information. But I, do they really? I think so. But anyway, it just goes to show GMs today are very powerful. In the old days, the on-the-field manager made those decisions. Because we're counting 100, but we're not counting the, the warm-ups in between every inning. No. We're not counting the warm-up before the game started to Close lose. The first, all that. Oh, the whole thing. It just... It feels like it's such a goofy number. It makes zero sense except for everybody in baseball's agreed a hundred's a pretty good number. And I know at the high school level we've we've talked about it being hundred and five or hundred and ten. Can't go past that or can't start a new batter after that. With young arms I get that. But we're talking about major league guys now but and you're these like, are guys who have long term contracts. Yeah, but they've got adult arms. I'm just telling you they have long term contracts. Stuff I got the uh, surfboard is nailed to the wall. It ain't coming off. Oh yeah, yeah. And I'm not so crazy about that whole thing that just happened. I may be right around this Packer, this Packer sign nailed to the side of the trash can. Take down the Packer sign. Put back up the Land Shark sign. The Land Shark sign's hanging on the wall. We keep good stuff in the prominent position yes. here. You'll note there's no cowboy stuff. That that's not going anywhere. I don't even like the the implication of that. You okay over there? I'm using big words. I That's from that. what? What is that from? The implications? Yeah, I don't know what I that means. The, using the dictionary? No. Talladega Nights. Well, I don't like the implications of that. I don't remember Ricky that. Ricky Bobby after uh, after uh, Cal took his uh, his wife. 
You understand the implications of your actions, Cal. Cal's like, well, that's not what you said. Those big words at me. I don't know what the implication means. (laughs) Man. Cultural black hole in the studio is what it is. You didn't use it right. 29 minutes after until 6 o'clock. We'll take a break. We're coming back. Segment 3 next here on Leaving the Yard. Three minutes till uh, six o'clock. Leaving the yard. Zach and the professor here on the fan. One oh seven nine. Nine oh three seven three five nine nine zero five is the number. Twenty game winners. One. Forgot about him. Julio Urias won twenty yeah. last year for the Dodgers. Won twenty and three. Prior to that, National League didn't have one since uh, twenty sixteen. Now Urias. Yeah. I don't know. Danny. Yeah, Danny's here tomorrow. You, yeah. you, you could do the show with him tomorrow. No, Ask no. him Dodger questions. I'm, uh, I'm on the Tom Brady work schedule. How are you? You'll be back in two weeks? <laughs> I'll be back in a little bit. Hey, uh, my buddy Keith Kastner is uh, watching from up in Oklahoma now. He's an OSU fan, OU fan. Uh, I've had this question. I really meant to ask J-Bo this morning. I forgot. J-Bo is a, uh, a Sooner fan. Oh, By, by marriage, he asked him. Yes, but he also goes back to Billy's time there, being from Hooks. Sure, and sure. So a lot of people from Hooks are OU fans uh, due to Billy's time up there uh, winning the Heisman. But um, I saw the poll come out this week, Coach's Poll, college football. Made more sense as as a Texas fan than the one a couple of weeks ago, the ESPN, when they had Texas at night number seven or eight. I thought that was just ludicrous. The one you saw had him 18. Yeah, yeah, the coaches' poll now has an 18. But OU is in the top 10 of both polls. Right. What do you expect out of OU this year in football? I'm listening yesterday, and somebody I'm, I'm listening to yesterday says they think it's Oklahoma and Baylor that are going to play to finish this thing up. So I see that in the Big 12, but yeah. are they going to – you know, a year ago, if you'd have said OU's going into the SEC, I'd have said, they'll be okay in the SEC. Right. I don't know – Nobody knows. I, I don't know how I feel about OU this year. Nobody the, knows. Venable's first year. His first year. Everybody Yeah. I, I just, I'm not real sure. Obviously, they're better on defense than Texas, but. You would hope. Baylor's good on defense. Uh, Baylor is I, good on defense. I just don't know what to expect out of OU this year. I, I think you're with most of the folks out there going, wait and see. What's Venable's got? How's the quarterback situation? flushing itself out after losing your guy, losing Lincoln Riley, and I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I would expect he rec- – Venables had a pretty good year recruiting. Yeah. It didn't – It's not like, the portal has always been good to them. I right. mean, good luck. But Fresh they don't have a Jalen Hurts. They don't have yeah. a Baker Mayfield. They don't have that Heisman-type guy that I'm aware of no. on the roster. Well, I think you're right. I think we're three or four weeks from answering that. Probably starts – I think we start looking at this and saying, oh, this is what they've got. These are guys who were sitting before we didn't know about. Ah, now I see why they recruited him. I don't know, though. I got no clue. You know, I, told you, I, I talked to my 
old buddy Diane Birmingham about her grandson yeah, yeah, yeah. and Oklahoma State and, and Cole uh, not playing this year. But she's very concerned about that with you offense, that, that what they lost, uh, not just her grandson not being able to play this year because of ACL, but uh, she, she's worried that they're not going to be as good offensively. Okay. That's a team that was ended the season number seven in the country a year ago. Yes. Just missed out on being in the conversation for possibly being in the playoff. Yeah. I don't know what to expect out of them either this year. They, they've got a few pieces back, but now after I've talked to her, I'm a little concerned about their offense. See, this is hopeful Longhorn talk. No, it's not I'm so much. I'm hearing this. No, because I, I just don't think – I just – I'm a little worried about the Big 12 in general. Well, I think they're going to be a little down. Yeah. Yeah. Texas got the one first place vote, even in the poll at yeah, 18. I have, no, I have no idea. What, I don't know they what crazy they voted out, that one? They need to out whoever yeah, that was. Because that was really an outlier yeah, so when you look at the rest. Unless it's Jimbo being cute or Nick being cute, I, they need to oh, out. I doubt it. They need to out that person. I don't know about outing that person, but I thought it was an interesting, unexpected uh, well, display. Is, is that it bad anyone? It's, not, it's bad on Texas. You know, it looks bad. I mean, the other poll had him at seven. So there's folks that believe that maybe the Longhorns are better than people are giving them credit for. Oh, I think they're better than five and seven. But anybody who listed the University of Texas as number one, yeah, maybe meant eleven. I'll lose their vote. You can't take a vote away from the coaches. It's a coaches Uh, poll. See, that's someone's SID or manager filling that out. Well, that's. Maybe there's an alum who's at another school. <laughs> Maybe he's a guy over in South Carolina with the Texas. It's a Mac doesn't have a vote. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing. Hey, would, he, would he vote him number one? I don't think so. Uh, you know, Max get a little older. <laughs> but he's pushing 70. Point being at the beginning of this was I, I think the window is not open for Texas to take advantage. But, no, we can go but, though. but I think that this is a weird year for the Big 12. I, I agree 100%. I, I think Baylor is going to be the class of this, it looks like. Again, we think but see, it's built on defense. Yeah, I'm, I'm not high on Baylor, yeah. to be honest. I, I think it's one of those. And, and I don't know. I, they're not going to get any respect. This is a conference that's going to be the whole time the conversation is going to be in Texas and Oklahoma are about to leave, blah, blah, blah. We don't know what Venables has just yet. I don't know. I, I'm I'm intrigued by the chaos more than anything else. Normally you would expect, oh, it's OU, the end. Or it's OU and Texas are going to play it out, and whoever wins the game at, at the Cotton Bowl. I just don't know that I feel comfortable with anybody this year. You know, we talked about yesterday or the day before we were talking about the TV contracts, yeah. uh, the possibility of Texas and OU leaving early because the Big Ten is a ramification of that. Yep. I could see a year from now, Chuck, one of the new four winning the Big 12 in their first year. Okay. If Texas know you both left, I could see a Cincinnati. I could see a BYU or a Houston. Maybe not a UCF at this point. But I could see one of those teams coming in and winning that conference in the first year. You know, you mentioned Cincinnati. We're still a couple of weeks away from having this conversation. And Arkansas opens with them. Yeah. And they lost a ton to graduation. Yeah, they're 22 in the country. Arkansas is 23 in this coach's play. But I think, you're, I think this is a very um, 
intriguing game for Cincinnati. They got a chance to make a little statement here in the South. Sure. As they come into the Big 12 Conference in yeah, a couple of years. I think it's huge for their program. And Yeah. And, and the recruiting Arkansas for a money game, they're getting a check for. The recruiting part of this, yes. the implications coming down this direction, and if they play well, and God forbid for Hog, if they win, if I'm the rest of the conference, I'm thinking maybe that wasn't a good call because these guys may come in and hand us our lunch. Yeah. And – and if they do, if they come in and start building that conference, Cincinnati, yeah, there's not many places Fickle can go and improve his lot in life other than Ohio State, and Notre Dame. True. I don't. Do you see him as an SEC coach? No. Of course, I wouldn't have said that about Brian Kelly. Well, I, yeah, a year I, ago. I was. I was about to say, except for LSU. Yeah. But Brian Kelly's going to be there and block that, so I don't see that happening. But no, I think Fickle. But you know what? Coming into the conference, if they can get some television deal that matters and if they're going to get a spot in the playoff, why would he leave? He yeah. can dominate and run this conference for uh, five or six years yeah, to get you, himself in you the You can't win Natty there, I don't think, is Cincinnati. You can get in there every time, you though. You can, and, and as we've seen, the ability to get in every year bolsters your opportunity yes. to get hot at the right time. Why leave? Yeah. And especially if you're going to – if you start making inroads in the South. I've never been able to recruit big enough kids on the defensive side of the ball. But if you make inroads in Texas coming down here and playing. Oh, well, sure. It doesn't hurt. Why leave? Yeah. It's a pretty good job. Somebody calls from Baton Rouge or Gainesville or somewhere. All right. We'll take the break. It's uh, about to, what, uh, 14 minutes till 6 o'clock leaving the yard. Zach and the professor. Last quick timeout. We'll come right back. Last segment coming up next. It's still 6 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor here on the Fan 107.9. I tell you what, these young people are out to get us, Zach. <laughs> uh, I'm getting video clips while we didn't get over there for the uh, water polo match today. No, they made us work. Yeah. Well, not you. They made me work. It wouldn't let us out. JTB's over there, and uh, he gets Coach Vogan. Well, sure. He gets uh, Owen Young, the... Uh, I guess the MVP of the game. score and yeah, five. five goals. Yeah. John Thomas Borowitz is scooping us while we're, we're sitting about, here. Yeah, we talked about it second segment. Did we have the coach on? Yesterday we had him on. We scooped him. We had him on yesterday. We have the young on with us? Well, it's one game. <laughs> it's going to be one of these things where you break out win one and lose 20 in a row. Then I don't want to, I want to go there for No, him. I'm just saying. He's got, he got to do more than one, yeah, but I'm very impressive saying. win today. Nine five win for the I'm Tigers. Just saying this JTB kid is. Oh, uh, he's a, he's hanging a, out with Stephen A. Yeah, and, he needs to get the hell out of Texarkana and go <laughs> go to college someplace. He's making us look bad. <laughs> By the way, I got to write his letter of recommendation. Now that I think about that, <laughs> he asked for that a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I need to get after that. Uh, anyway, last thing. Oh, by the way, Kirk and Company tomorrow. The Razorback Billy <laughs> will be in here. Well, he's probably got – he'll probably break down water yeah. polo for you for tomorrow's show. His daughter told me this week that uh, I, in person I sound just like I do on the radio. Okay. 
<laughs> I have her in class this year. Do you? Yeah. To start the year? <laughs> no, it's right. No, she's in regular class. She'll be there all year. Okay, all right. Yeah. What do you say? Is it like some of these students where I'll be seeing them soon in my no, class? No, no, no. She'll be like the brother. Yeah. In fact, I've got the tape of the brother still on my phone. Okay. The day he uh, he misbehaved and to avoid having to, say tr- to get in trouble had to say on tape, Green Bay Packers are my favorite team. I've got that yet. That's blackmail material for at some point in time, Trey Lavender is going to be somebody. Uh, and true. I'm going to go, look at what you said yeah, back in high yeah. school. Yeah. There's that. But anyway, now looking forward to uh, Razorback early tomorrow morning. Sounds good. All right, preseason. Uh, Pat Mahomes says he wants to play in game well, one. Of course he does. That's Pat Mahomes. He wants to play. And he's not. Wants to play know, at least a quarter. Not 45. <laughs> you know, two weeks off. Mahomes, he's a kid. He lo- you know, he is very much um, like a kid, Mahomes. I-, I think that's why people are drawn to him. I think that's why people like him as a pitch man. So, Andy Reid, you are. Are you playing your quarterback the first quarter of the first preseason game? Probably a series. I'm not going to play. He wants my quarter. I know. I, I we meet halfway. I let him play a series, and that's not halfway. I, well, three and out's not halfway. He typically doesn't go through it. <laughs> yeah, it happens. I don't know if you're familiar with this kid. Uh, no, I'm just saying. It could have been Tyreek Hill. We may all have been wrong, but I think he'll still be able to find ways to move the football. Aaron Rodgers said. Well, no, Aaron's 39. And so no, 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 no. Reason for he him. said there's no reason for me to go out and play a series. No, he said, I'm not getting dressed he's for a 100% series. He's 100% correct. There's no reason for him. In fact, they've got a man that needs to get the bulk of the snaps true. in this preseason. That's true. And so uh, it's that simple. And I, I appreciate what Brady had to say today. He said, you know, there's three guys there that need to be playing. Yes. I, I don't. I've done this before a couple of times. And when you're 45 year old Tom Brady, 39 year old Aaron Rodgers, you don't, there's nothing for you to prove. Dak doesn't need to be playing. You know, I hope he's not. He's not. He's not at all. No, he's not going to play at all. Good. McCarthy finally did something smart. Yes. Yes. Dak said he wanted to play too, just like Mahomes. No, no. There's no reason no. for him to play. Mahomes doesn't need to be playing. No, he doesn't need to. Well, as much as we're protecting Dak, Pat Mahomes should not be playing. Oh, and Holmes gets hurt. He's the one much more likely to do some yes. stupid takeoff and his instincts kick in. Oh, I'm with you 100%. Should he? No. But at the same time, thoroughbreds want to run. That's It's, it's in their DNA. I don't like it. Andy Reid needs to say, no. So well, that's fine. I'm the man. Andy, Andy Reid has the cachet to say that. Yes. I was, uh, I was listening to something the other day, and a guy posed this question. Who's going to have a better year? Jalen Hurts or Tua? There are two guys that started at Alabama together. They've kind of scuffled their way to start their NFL careers. Both of their teams, Philadelphia and Miami, have made concerted efforts to get weapons around them this yes, year. Both have tried to improve. And, and, the, and the before mentioned Tyreek Hill is a huge. Yes, which kind of brought me back to... around to that. So, which ones you think bound to have a better season now? Well, I would say. For Jalen Hurts, he's in a terrible division. That helps his cause some. Well, the, I, I'm not convinced the Commanders are terrible. Although, by the way, their their tickets are selling for a dollar a piece. If you saw that for their no, preseason game, yeah, hey, and they're having a hard time selling them. Yeah. 
I think it's a terrible division. I don't think Dallas has a great defense. I think Micah Parsons is a great player. No question. But I don't think they have a great defense. Um, here's my read on the two of them. If Tua never got hurt, his upside was phenomenal. I think Hurts is always going to be somewhat limited as a player. I like his game. I think he plays hard. I think he's a smart player. But I don't think he's got the cannon hanging from his shoulder that Tua does. I agree. Um, Tua, I thought, was going to be a special player. Obviously, he doesn't have quite the NFL size you would love. But I, I just thought he was going to be a special player. I, I thought he was going to be a left-handed Drew Brees. And Tyreek Hill says most accurate passer he's played with, and he played with Pat Mahomes. Yeah. And well, said, I, I'm not surprised by that at all. Two is most accurate. Yeah. But is he fully healthy, and is he a hit away from not playing the sport anymore? I don't know, but I think this is make or break year for both these guys. Yeah, I they, agree. They both have to, they have to deliver this year. Because yeah. their, their coaches, or GMs rather, have made the moves to say, okay, yeah. we believe in these guys, we'll spend money to get them guys. If they don't deliver this year, we may be looking at both uh, those guys. Seems may sour in, on, in on new addresses. Yep. Yeah. And that's unfortunate because you're right. Injuries really have handicapped Tua's progression, not only from just what was left of his college, but in the NFL. Yeah. He's had a difficult time to make up the lost time because of the injury. And how about Jalen? I just am not so – He's hot, cold flashes. I think he's a gamer. I think he'll play hard. I just don't think he has that special arm. Yeah, and uh, he not he does not have the ability to see over defensive linemen and things that's like that. True, all that's true. People are picking the Eagles to win that division, though. I can see that. It's because the division's so terrible. Oh well, the Cowboys seem. I mean, Dallas lost Amari and they lost some depth on defense, but it seems to be basically the same team now. Offensive line, we've got yeah, three new so players. The offensive back line. is bulky, and he's the best player on that offense and. If he ends up setting out half the year, that has a terrible effect upon them. There, there's a lot to be concerned about with the Cowboys. They're thin, and uh, they've got some questionable players. I, I mean, do we really think the Diggs kid is going to have the same year he had a year ago? I think he will. I think he'll get burned just as many times as he did last <laughs> year. He may not get as many interceptions, yeah. but he's the risk, high-risk, high-reward guy. Yeah. He may still get six, seven, eight interceptions and still give up as many touchdowns. I can see that. I don't think he changes his the style. defense was so predicated on turnovers a year yeah. ago. Yeah, and it usually comes back to zero. It usually yeah. me comes back yeah. into the mean, and, and you're not going to get that many that every year. That was such a difference for that ball club last year is they were so improved defensively, but Dan Quinn did a lot of that with smoke and mirrors. But I do think they have the potential to be better at the safety position. That's going to help. And so, All right, yeah. we're out of time. Remember tomorrow, Dodger Danny's going to be on, you know, co-host. And we're talking volleyball. Tamu T about 48 hours away from their uh, first ever volleyball game. So Eagles get ready to, uh, to open up the season on Saturday. Their coach is going to be in here at 530 tomorrow. And we'll talk up a little volleyball as well. All right, we're out of time for today. Don't forget Kirk and company tomorrow. Razorback Billy gracing us with his show tomorrow morning. Don't forget Liberty Idol, Tatum, going on uh, about an hour over at uh, – Ellie's campus as they get ready to open up high school football. It's a little scrimmage time tonight for the Leopards. They say consistency is the key to success. 